Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, May 10th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski, joined by my other host, Truman Karczewski. How's it going, guys? We are welcome in studio today by Johnny Glad. Glad to be back again. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins fan. Not doing too well after the loss, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Well, we're going to start off with basketball. Like we said on the last show, we did believe that the series would be wrapped up and we would have the Eastern and Western Conference Finals set. And we were right. So we got Boston versus Cleveland. We're going to go ahead and give our predictions for that game. Uh, It's going to be a really good series. Boston's been a team that's kind of surprised everyone. Brad Stevens has coached out of his mind. Um, Boston is a very good team. A lot of talent, a lot of young Good talent. It's going to be good for a long time. But they are still without Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. And they're playing a really tough Cavs team. They're coming off a four-game sweep versus Toronto. Um, they played really well as of late. Everybody around LeBron has played well. LeBron's played well the entire playoffs. I still think the Cavs in Toronto series is kind of an anomaly. Uh, Toronto is a team... Yeah, anomaly. I know. Feeling it today. Uh, Cavs are a good team. I don't. I, LeBron's the best player I think left in the playoffs right now. I don't think they do have enough talent though to beat Boston and Brad Stevens. I think Boston takes it in six You're games. You're an idiot. You're um, an idiot. Yeah. Okay. This is coming from the guy who picked the Timberwolves to beat the Rockets. So let's not listen to what he's saying hey, very much. Um, I'm not gonna pull punches here because I'm scared. Um, I'm LeBron. He knows what he's doing. It seems like. And Travis will at the end of this, when the Cavs win, will say, "Oh well, the East is weak, and that." I've never said Listen, once at the East. I'm, I'm I've not, never I'm said that. I'm a Cavs that. hater. I don't. I'm gonna be a huge Celtics fan in this series, but it's simple. The Cavs are gonna win this in five or six. I'll say six games just to um, just to make it better for everyone. Um, but LeBron's the best player in the world. Um, he's making his case as the best player of all time. I don't think the team um, around him is as good though. But and, LeBron is amazing, and LeBron can carry this team. Hey, LeBron seems like it seems like 30 points and 10 rebounds and 10 assists is a bad game for LeBron. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go out there. He's gonna do this again. He's coming off a good five days of rest, uh, four days of rest. Um, and I think he, I, I just think there's no way. And uh, Cavs are gonna win this in six games. Yeah, I think I just think it's a level LeBron's playing right now. I think they'll win six as well. Yeah, LeBron's playing out of his mind, but I mean Boston's got Jalen Brown. He's a LeBron stopper, so it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be a wrap. The only LeBron stopper in the NBA is Kevin Durant. Yeah, Cavs fans, you can call me out. I I don't think you guys are going to beat Boston. I think Boston's the better team overall, deeper bench, better coach, way better coach. What does Boston not have? What? What does Boston not have? LeBron James. What does the Cavs not? What do the Cavs not have? Coaching like Brad Stevens and look at Toronto. Team. Toronto was a deeper team. Toronto had the better coach. Cavs swept them. Well, yeah, but Toronto has been notorious for blowing playoffs. I don't think the Celtics have been, you know, a great playoff team in the past few years. Celtics have been a way. Over, nobody thought the Celtics would reach this point. Yeah, but the Celtics last year they reached this point and they choked like you know you say Toronto did. They yeah, did but this year they, they did that a last lot. year the Celtics were. Had, you were could even argue the, the Pacers better. had the de- had a deeper, better team. Overall, better coach and deeper, better team. They had Victor. The Cavs have two All-Star caliber players. Okay. And the Pacers have one. How are they a deeper? I better think they're team? a deeper team than the Cavs. They have a better overall team. Yeah, because the Cavs around LeBron isn't very much. We all know that. But you look, the, the Raptors had a better overall team. They had a better overall I coach, think and the Cavs swept them. If Toronto series would have went into more games, 
I would say this is an easy pick, Boston. I think the Cavs are now a little bit more rested, so it's gonna make they're gonna make a series. I can see the Cavs winning Game One, but I think Boston is kind of riding this high right now. Brad Stevens is easily the best coach in the NBA. He's gonna come up with a great plan to stop LeBron. But and why the Cavs. hasn't he done it in the past? He's just having an unbelievable year this year, and he's got Jason Tatum. He didn't have Jason. But he Tatum. wasn't able to stop did, LeBron this year. He didn't have Jason Tatum last year. It's he wasn't the, able to it's stop the playoffs. LeBron. It's a lot different. Okay, but you're saying that Brad Stevens is going to come up with a formula to stop LeBron, and he's faced LeBron multiple times, and he hasn't come up with a formula to stop him yet. They got so momentum. What makes you think they that? got momentum. They beat they beat a 76ers team who I think are better than the Cavs too. So yeah, better, deeper than the Cavs, correct? Yes. But so are the Raptors. So are the Pacers. I don't think the Raptors. Them. The Raptors though are the play are uh, not a good playoff team. I think everyone thought the Cavs would win that series. Yeah, but everything everyone except you thinks the Cavs are going to win this series too. No, I don't believe that. I think a lot of people are picking Boston. We'll move on though to the best series uh, left right now: Houston versus Golden State. We predicted this. Uh, two very good, talented teams. It's going to be a great game every single night they play. I think Golden State takes it in six. I could see this easily going to seven, though. Yeah, um, I got Golden State in six as well. I picked Houston way at the beginning of when we started this. Um, but Kevin Durant is the difference. Kevin Durant is hands down the second best player in the league right now. You can't argue it. You know, you talked about LeBron stopper earlier. I think the only LeBron stopper in the league is Kevin Durant. Um, and Kevin Durant's on the Warriors, and I don't think they have the Rockets have much to guard Kevin Durant. Um you know, you have on the outsides, you know, they're, uh, they kind of match up. You know, Harden and Paul, that's ridiculous, that backcourt. Um, but Steph Curry, he's a great player. Um, Clay Thompson's a great player, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Um, and then Draymond Green's another big difference. Um, so I think the Warriors, they're more experienced. You know, they've been here before. Uh, this is this is the Warriors' time uh, again. And I think the Warriors are going to take this in six. I have a Golden State in five, actually. I think they're going to oh, wow. I think they go right through them. <laughs> I think just... I think with James Harden and Chris Paul, they're, it's, I don't think they're gonna have enough just to be, like, to have like thirty like thirty points a game and like be good defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're firing on all cylinders, I don't think they can do that every night either. Like, I don't think they. Yeah, can. if the Rockets have a bad game, they lose, and you see that they're not gonna be able to have. They're gonna have bad games against the uh, Warriors because they're the Warriors, and so I don't think that the um, Rockets can capitalize on that. And like Curry or Clay Thompson, they don't have to have an amazing game every game. James Harden mm-hmm. and Chris Paul, they have to play like lights out every game, I think. And like they have like a lot more leadway with that. They yeah. have so many superstars on their team. So moving now uh, to the NHL, we have Game Seven tonight: Jets versus Preds. It's going to be a great game. Winner goes on to face Vegas. Um, then we have the next series is Tampa versus Washington. Washington's coming off a great series versus Pittsburgh. I know uh, Johnny's not going to like that, but Washington looked really, really good. I could see them beating Tampa Bay here, and I could see that I think Vegas is going to advance to the next round. I think they'll beat whoever wins, Jets or, or the Preds. Um, I think I kind of agree, um, and I kind of want to I kind of want to say that Las Vegas will advance because I, I honestly love that story. Um, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a fan because everyone would just call me out, but I, I love that story. I think it's so cool. Um, how they're an expansion team. So I'm going to be pulling for the Knights, um, and I do think they end up, even though, you know, I think Nashville wins tonight. Um, Nashville and that home home ice advantage will be big, but I think Vegas is going to take that. Um, and then 
The Capitals are another team I kind of like. Um, it's just kind of a cool story. You know, the Penguins just bounced them out, bounced them out, bounced them out, and they finally got over the hurdle of the Penguins. So is this the year Ovechkin and that and them can finally get one? Um, so I think uh, I think it's going to be Capitals and Knights. Yeah, I actually agree, too. I think the Golden Knights is a good story. I'm rooting for them on uh, that side. And I think the Capitals, I think they were definitely the better team against the Penguins. And I think they are going to beat the Lightning, and that would be between them, too. Yeah, so that's it for hockey. Uh, we'll have another update on Tuesday. Moving now to baseball. But before that, I wanted to remind you that our show is brought to you by D's Home Cuts. D's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, D's has been providing people with modern haircut and styling. Truman and I and Johnny have been getting our haircut there for the last couple months, and we have never looked or felt better. I'd say about 14 out of, what do you say, 17 guests that we've had have gone to D's. Everybody goes to D's. You should, too. Only $7. Great haircut. Every time you go into the shop, you're going to get a professional cut, and the cuts get better every single time because D's is always upgrading their equipment. You can buy now your own jar of D's wax. He makes it himself. Uh, five natural home ingredients. It's great stuff. I use it every morning. Truman, you use it every morning. Yeah, I, I switch off. I love it, though. Johnny, do you use it? Yeah, I do use it every morning. It's great stuff. Uh, you can find them on Twitter or Instagram at Dom's Home Cuts. And DM him for an appointment, and trust me, you will not be disappointed. These home cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. Moving now to baseball, the Mets were a team that started really hot, uh, one of the best teams in baseball, but they've kind of fallen back to reality, I guess you could kind of say. Uh, yesterday was one of the stupidest mistakes you can make in all of baseball. Uh, Bruce went up to the plate, Jay Bruce went up to the plate after Estrubo Cabrera hit a double. And the Reds manager walked out there, and it turns out they were batting out of order. So the card, the lineup card that was posted online and given to the Reds was Cabrera and Bruce. Uh, but the handwritten card that uh, Mickey Callaway had was Cabrera and Flores. So they screwed that up. Uh, you know, it's a really stupid mistake. Turns out Bruce got called out. Cabrera's double was taken away from him. Wasn't He, he wasn't given a hit. Uh, the Mets are just falling back to reality right now. Who's the manager over there? Mickey Calloway. I don't think it's Mickey Calloway's fault, though. I think that falls on the manager. Yeah. I think... That has to fall Well, not the, the lineup. On the lineup card, yes. I don't think it's his fault, though, that this team is falling back. Yeah, but that's a huge mistake that all falls on the manager. I don't think like it that, all that, falls. There you, can't, you can't put that on anyone else. He's got... Mickey Calloway has taken a team, though, full of basically old veterans who just basically have nothing left and... They've been a decent team. Last last couple games though, they've been pretty bad. Yeah, I just I don't know how you make that mistake. You got like yeah, I, mean, I think it was the last time it happened was in 2016. It was uh, Truman's Brewers that it happened to. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's a really stupid mistake. Only really this guy that stupid you, teams you love. Make it. You love Mickey Callaway. I love yeah, Mickey Callaway's doing a great job I think over there. As you just called them out and saying that they're it was a dumb mistake, but first time manager, what are you gonna do? I think that's not you know something you can excuse on. What? You're not just going to give him an excuse because he's a first-time manager. I if mean, you're, if you're he's for- taking a team that was trash last year and just turned him into a decent team, I think you give him so some you just, sort So you just trashed on them for the last 30 seconds. Well, now, I'm not going to say it's all because of Mickey Calloway. That not mistake. All because of, that mistake. That, mis- that particular mistake is. Yes. And that's a dumb mistake, and it's obviously, but as a first-time manager, you okay. can't say he's a trash manager. No, I'm not saying he's a trash manager, but... 
the the fact that you love him and the fact that that's a really dumb mistake. He's a I'm great gonna, he's I'm a great great manager. He's taken a team who is full of rejects, veteran players who really have nothing left, and turned him into a decent squad. Let's see. After you just trashed him. So, like we said, Brewers last last team to do that was in 2016 was the Brewers. So sticking with the Brewers, Stephen vote. Uh. One was on a rehab assignment in Double A Biloxi. He made a throw to third and suffered a shoulder injury, I believe. Uh, they didn't say what exactly happened, but it's coming out now that it's a potential career ender, uh, which is tough for the Brewers. The Brewers have been rely on Stephen Vogt. No. He's a very good catcher. You okay? Don't say we rely on Stephen Vogt. Your catch, starting, starting catcher right now is Manny. Pena, Pena, yeah. and he's batting 167, and Vogt is, don't, a, we don't Vogt is a career 250 Vogt. hitter. We don't rely on Steven Vogt. I'm not saying you rely um, on him. He's a huge piece for you. Not at all. Yes. Not yes, at all. Yes, he is. There is not one part of Steven Vogt that's a huge so you're piece saying for the Brewers. Vogt's not an upgrade over Pena? No, I love Pena. He's batting 167. He had a great season last year. He's batting 167. That catcher position, that catcher position, we have Jet Bandy and we have Manny Pena. That's both 100 hitters. The, we have a platoon between those two players that are both defensive catchers. If, if and we have we have Jacob Nottingham in the minors, who is going to be the future at that position. Okay. That well. is not a piece that is going to affect the Brewers in the. It upcoming. is going to. Affect. You relied Steve on. Both barely played this season. He was going to be your starter. And we're a he was hurt. He's team. been hurt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He was not our starting catcher last year. Coming either. back. Coming back. You rely on him to come back and take over that starting no. catcher spot. No, because we had him last year and he he's didn't a take career, over that, that, He's a that way better catcher. hitter than Pena. No. I don't even know Jet So Bandy you think is. this is going to affect the Brewers in the long term? Yes. You that, That's why you are an idiot. That's why well, you picked the Timberwolves to beat the Rockets. Well, I think... That, that sports Steven Vogt. Steven Vogt's a good catcher. He's a two-time All-Star career 250 hitter. And you're saying he's, he's not... His career is almost over. Yeah, he had a decent year last year, though. No, he did. He had a well, he very, bat, very batted, decent batted year. Batted higher than 167. Very. That's the beginning of the season. Manny Pena had a decent season last year too. Yeah, still, I don't so think. I don't Bandy. think you can just write him off as oh, who cares? I don't think it's something that's gonna affect the Brewers in the long term. We have it's one of the best. Blow. We have one of the best prospects in the majors is our catcher. Is our future of the catcher position? We have a platoon there, which we knew we were gonna have. It was a platoon between three players, including Vote, and now Vote's hurt, so now it's just and gonna Vote, be a platoon I think, between two I players. I think Vote was the best catcher out of those three. And it doesn't matter. Okay, well, losing a career of two fifty hitters. Why are we playing? That why are we playing good right now if we're losing Vote? Well, I mean, you lost yesterday. Stop talking. We'll, we'll get into that now. We're gonna go to Indians Brewers. Uh, two games was a split. Uh, first in the first night, Brewers took it 3-2. Second day, afternoon game on Wednesday, the Indians took it, I believe, 6-2. Uh, Carrasco pitched a gem on Wednesday. Probably his best performance, I would say, close to his career, although he did pitch an almost perfect game a couple years ago. Probably his... What? The Brewers in second place. Uh, there's a three-way tie up there. Indians are now in first place, still in the central, uh, Good, good two games. Uh, first night was not very good, uh, but it was, wasn't good for me. Good for Truman. Second game, just a dominating win by the Indians. Um, I mean, the, for the Brewers to take a split, um, play, or facing the, the Indians' uh, top two guns um, was was what I kind of expected. Um, we had our back end of the order coming in, um, especially losing our starting pitcher the first night in the first inning. Uh, you know... I don't know. I expect kind of expected a split. Uh, you know, Kluber and Carrasco. That's a tough. That's a tough hill uh, to face. Uh, so I'm 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 happy with the two game split. Uh, we'll see each other again in June though. 
Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, moving now, we talked about it on Tuesday's show, Matt Harvey. We talked about potential destinations. Then as soon as we stopped that, he was traded to the Reds for Devin Mascarado, a career 233 hitter, trash. So basically he traded trash for trash. wasn't really much. But uh, I like this deal for the Reds. The Reds need everything they can get. You know, Matt Harvey has a huge change of scenery going from New York to Cincinnati. Uh but the Reds could take anything they can get, and if Harvey can be just half of what he used to be, that's a huge upgrade in that Mets in that Reds rotation. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks for Matt Harvey because the Reds are probably one of the worst teams in baseball. I'd say, um, I'd say they were the worst team. So that kind of, you know, you're taking a hit because in New York, you know, with the Mets, it seems like the past five years you're always competing. Um, you know, I, I know he wasn't very happy there, but... I thought I could see him going to a contender and trying to help them out. Um, and now he's going to the Reds where they don't expect to win very many games. Um, so he's kind of just a plug-and-play until they get their rebuild started and back in order again, um, which kind of sucks for him. But this is maybe it's a perfect opportunity for him so he can go to a place where people don't expect them to win. So if he can go in there and he could just pitch, get his stuff back in order, um, maybe he can go somewhere eventually, or if the Reds start competing in the next couple of years. That's why I think it's tough. Like you said, he would probably wished he would go to a contender, but I think this is a good spot for him to go. He's not expected to do much. I mean, if he can do, like I said, half of what he used to do, that would be an improvement with the Reds. Fans aren't expecting much. They aren't expecting him to be lights out. But uh, if he can be... Uh, like I said, half of what he used to be, that's a huge improvement for the Reds. I mean, I personally, I wouldn't like it at all because the Reds are just terrible. But, I yeah. mean, the Reds, really, they can take anything they can get right now, like you said, will be good for them. So, I think it's good for the Reds. But I, if I were Matt Harvey, I wouldn't. Plus, you know, you're on a Cincinnati, it. Cincinnati, New York. You know, Matt Harvey's got a lot of problems off the diamond. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati, there's not much going on there in terms of nightlife, stuff like that. So hopefully you can kind of curtail his behavior and turn him into what he used to be. Moving now to football, uh, we're going to start with Mark Ingram. Uh, came out a couple days ago. He is suspended for four games due to PEDs. That's a huge blow uh, to the Saints during those four games. Only four games. Now we're going to see if Kamara could step up and be a featured back. I think he can. There's rumors now that they're going to go after DeMarco Murray, though. To kind of replace Mark Ingram, that would be a good signing, I think. Uh, he's not, he's not a Mark Ingram, but the Marco Murray's a very decent back, and that could really help them. Yeah, I'm kind of, kind of pumped about this because you know the Packers do have the Saints' first-round pick next year, so if this can knock them down some games, that'll be nice. Um, also in the NFC, it's kind of clogged up at the top. You know, you got the Rams, Packers, Eagles. Um, there's a lot of teams up there uh, that can win that conference, so. This, to kind of affect them, you know, if they lose two games out of these four because of this, um, that's big and can affect them down later down in the season. So this is a big thing for the Saints. Um, I think they will end up adding a DeMarco Murray or someone like that to try to replace that for the first four games. Um, and Mark Ingram, he might not be there. Um, you know, they've been talking about looking for trades for him. Um, I think he wants to go somewhere and be the feature back. Maybe he want a bigger contract. Uh, so this is big, um, and I think the Saints, you know, that one-two punch last year with Kamara and Ingram, that was huge. That kind of what made the Saints so good last season, uh, and they're not going to have it for the first four games. And in this tough conference, that's going to be huge for them. Yeah, I just think it's Kamara time. It'll be a good opportunity for him to step up, see mm-hmm. what he's got. And it's, um, it's going to be a tough hit for him, but I, I think Kamara's going to step up. I don't think he really – I mean, you'll notice the loss with him, but I think it'll be good for him to be able to be the – number one guy like just by himself yeah 
Uh, now moving to our 32 teams and 32 shows. We're going to stick in the AFC North. Like we said last show, we're going to start with the Bengals. So last year they went 7-9, kind of a mediocre team. They've been a mediocre team the last couple of years. They brought Marvin Lewis back for his 16th year. They haven't won in a playoff game since 1991. Marvin Lewis has never won a playoff game, and yet he's still around 16 straight years. Uh, I mean, if I was if I were the Bengals, I would have moved on, you know, 10 years ago. But, you know, I guess they want consistency there, and that's what they're getting with Marvin Lewis. Consistent 7-10 to 10 win game seasons. Um, they lost Jeremy Hill and A.J. McCarron. Not two huge losses. I think McCarron hurts. Because I'm not an Andy Dalton fan at all. Yeah, this sh- this show completely hates Andy Dalton. Um, cause I I don't understand what the hell the, the Bengals are doing. They just like are so consistent with seven to ten wins that it's scary. Like they just they just don't have any improvement. Like I don't know how they think that this off season and what they did will su- any what improve them to getting to the playoffs or winning eleven to thirteen games or whatever the hell. But they I don't. I just don't understand why they haven't entered a rebuild yet. Um, I don't know if they're giving Marvin Lewis one more year and seeing what happens. I don't know why you'd try that again. But I just that experiment faded away so long ago that it makes no sense why they haven't moved on from it. Um, you know, AJ Green is one of the best receivers in the league. I think he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. I think he's really good. Um, you know, they've got Giovanni Bernard um, and Joe Mixon. I think that can be a good one-two punch in your backfield. Um, you, nah, you're a Steelers fan, but yeah. I, I, I think the, I think out of the backfield, you know, those can be two one-two punches. John Ross, their first-round pick from last year, um, he had a horrible first season, Bust. but but that speed, um, if he can get healthy, um, that and he turns out to be good, that offense can be pretty good. Um, if Andy Dalton can come alive, uh, their defense has always been middle of the pack, pretty good actually. Uh, I like the addition of Preston Brown from Washington uh, as like their one free agency move. So, I don't know. I, I just think they're the same old Bengals. And, uh, I think, I, I, like I said, Bengals, consistent team, consistent 7-10 to 10 wins. They, I think they had actually a pretty quiet offseason, but I don't think it was as bad as people think. They added Cordy Glenn. They traded for him from the Bills. He's a really good left tackle, a really underrated left tackle, and they need consistency on that offensive line to keep Andy Dalton upright. Uh, What's he going to do when he's upright? Cause it's, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't like Andy Dalton either. But to find – they lost Whitworth a couple years ago. They lost Zeitel. Zeitz – I don't even know. Zeit the Browns guy. I don't know. Zeiter? I don't know. Zeiter. Who are you talking about? The, the, the guard. If he's going from the Bengals to the Browns. Yeah, Zeiter, whatever. Uh, he, was a good, he was a good guard. They lost him. They need to bring back some consistency on that old line and they did that with Cordy Glenn. He is. He does have. He does struggle with injuries, but when he's healthy, he is one of the best left tackles in the NFL. They drafted Billy Price, really good uh, offensive lineman from Ohio State, can play anywhere inside center, guard, left guard, right guard, anywhere. That's going to bring some some oh, consistency. That's, okay, I see why you're. Okay. No, no, I truly. Okay, they had a great up. draft last year, except for John Ross, which was mm-hmm. I. They just chose him for speed. If John Ross can be half of what they expect him to be, that's going to help them out a lot. Their wide receiver, besides A.J. Green, is trash. I mean, they, got, they got Brandon LaFell. Yeah, and Tyler Boyd. who I like Tyler Boyd, but 
I like Brandon Fall, but it's very They had decent. a great draft on their defense, though. They took uh, William Jackson, who's going to be thrusted into that starting role this year. I think he's going to do a great job. He locked up A.B. last year. so he also let Le'Veon Bell walk in. Was the highest-graded, highest-graded... Did uh, play? You just let him walk in. Highest-graded, you know highest-graded highest uh, corner uh, from Pro Football Focus last year. Um, <laughs> they drafted Carl Lawson. Best, uh, in terms of sacks, best pass rusher out of the rookie class last year. Uh, so this defense isn't bad. They added, like I said, Preston Brown led the league in tackles last year. They added Chris Baker, just going to add to that defensive line, which is probably their biggest strength right now is the defensive line with Atkins and Dunlap. So I don't think they've had a terrible offseason, but again, you got Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton leading your franchise. You know, you're not going to win much. And I'm I'm pretty biased. I I was obviously because I'm a Steelers fan, but I'm not a big fan of the Bengals, obviously. But I just think also with like just like their locker room issues with Perfect and all that, it's mm-hmm. not good for them. And yeah. like I don't know if you remember, like two, I think it was what, three or four years ago. Now, I mean, they had the Steelers beat, like they should have. Yeah. They beat they like literally beat themselves off penalties. Yeah. Like that that kind of stuff can't happen. I mean, they should have had their first playoff win with Marvin Lewis. And I almost kind of feel bad for him sometimes, but he does it to himself because he yeah. doesn't like address control it them. he's in control of them so i do i do almost feel bad for him sometimes yeah like but it's he does it to himself they it's have not. players like aj green i mean yeah they have i think their offense could be decent yeah like, like, i think good. aj they green's just... aj green's the reason why andy dalton's still starting in this league i think andy dalton's the one that's holding him back yeah um i think eventually they're gonna have to move on i think aj mccarron's a way better option than andy dalton yeah and i think you could you could have been you could have just kept mccarron and got rid of dalton but i think soon very soon, um, you know, maybe next year they pick quarterback early um, in a draft or something, pick up a free agent, create some type of competition for their – because I don't understand why they didn't do that this offseason because why is there no competition for Andy Dalton? Why is he undisputed going into the Yeah, they signed, season? I think, Matt Barkley the other day. That's probably the backup. Why is he – why is Andy Dalton going into this season after sucking for these years as undisputed the starting quarterback? He's not the franchise quarterback, so I don't know. Did they add? They bring back Eifert. Yeah, he's still there. He's always hurt though. He's always yeah, hurt. but he's I mean, he's I, a really good tight end. If he if he's healthy, that's going yeah, to help out a lot. Yeah, he's been. It, he's they drafted been like I said, Billy Price and Sam Hubbard, two Ohio State guys. Ohio State guys, I know yeah, you guys aren't going to want to say this, but they do uh, they do mostly turn into good NFL yeah, talent. Yeah, went to Ohio State. Sam Hubbard and Carl. Sam Hubbard and uh, Carl uh, Lawson, two very good young pass rushers, I think. And then you got Dunlap, who is very underrated, and then Geno Atkins. That defensive front seven is very good with Perfect, and now you got Preston Brown. Perfect, if he Perfect can stay on the field, not he's do, suspended four games, right? Yeah, he's suspended the first four games. He's really, really good if he can stay off the off of you know the headline news, stupid mistakes. I hate playing against him. Yeah, Steelers. Game. He's gonna come after. You know there's gonna be he's gonna game. come someone, after Juju Smith. Yeah, someone's something. gonna hear something. I don't even know what's gonna happen in the first game. He's gonna kill Juju. Actually, well, I forget if they play the first four games or not. If he's gonna be suspended. But he's so gonna much. he's gonna kill Juju. But yeah, Smith. he's gonna try to. I mean, he almost. I thought he killed Antonio Brown a couple of years ago. Yeah, but he's going like Juju Smith. But, and that's like Juju Smith has he li- huge balls for just. I mean, but he li- he's pretty uh. He's pretty chippy though. He likes like yeah. the contact, but I mean, perfect. He's that's a big. I mean, I don't know if I. He's still calling him out too. He's still every now and then he'll post something on Twitter. I about mean, yeah, it. they mocked him with that celebration with Latavius yeah. Bryant. They didn't stepped over each other, so we'll see. But. But again, I'm, I'm excited for him to play, but I'm also dreading. This team, I, you know, someone's gonna get hurt. This team, if they didn't have Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis, 
they could be a good team, maybe a borderline playoff team. I think they're going to finish 6-10, and 10, another mediocre year. But with Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis, your ceiling's not very high. Yeah, I think I'm going 7-9. and nine. Um, It's the Bengals. It's pretty much the most predictable team in the league. 7-9, uh, and nine, they're not going to get much better with Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis. Some changes need to be made if they want to climb up the, in the winning ranks um, and their division. That's going to be very tough this year. Uh, I think 7-9, and nine, I think they're going to end up um, finishing uh, third in that division. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go either 7-9 or 8-8. Eight eight. They'll probably just have another average year. Mm-hmm. Just an average. I mean, it's just going to be a typical year for him. Yeah, and then what happens if Andy Dalton gets hurt? Like Then Matt Barkley's just starting quarterback. <laughs> and you're done. Like so then they're, Well, if yeah. Andy Dalton gets hurt, it's almost... I could be good. Hey, we do got to shout out Mason Shrek, though, from Medina, our hometown. Uh, yeah, he's going to be there. See if he makes the roster this year. He was on the injury uh, IR last year. See if he makes the roster this year. Tight end from Buffalo. Um... Moving now to question and answer. Before that, we wanted to remind you, though, our show is brought to you by Ace Lawn Service. Since 2014, Ace has been providing professional landscaping to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional landscaping, at by using professional equipment, Ace constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by bigger landscaping companies, Johnny? I am tired. <laughs> Turn to Ace, and you're, trust me, your lawn in your home will never look better. Trust A's for all your landscaping needs and you will not be disappointed. The phone number is 330-241-2392. Again, 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. Give them a call. You shoot them an email. Uh, they do great work. You know, a bunch of college kids looking to make a couple extra bucks. Great guys. A lot of hard workers. A's Lawn Service, LLC. You grow it, we cut it. Moving now to question and answer. We've got a couple questions that were sent in. Uh, one of them is have no hitters lost their magic. So we had James Paxton the other day threw a no hitter in Canada, which is cool. We have three no hitters so far, which is the most, uh, so early in the season, uh, which is cool. Three no hitters in three different countries. That's pretty cool. Um, James Paxton throwing it in Canada was one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. But if you want to answer the question, I think they have lost their magic. Um, they just they seem like they're becoming more common nowadays, which, I mean, that's a good thing. Um, pitching, you know, it's really cool if you're a baseball fan to see that. But when they become more common, they lose, they, they start to lose their magic. I mean, no doubt, if I, one of my dreams um, as a baseball fan is going is going to be going to a game, I want to see a no-hitter one day. Um, but, like, I just feel like a few years ago, whenever you got that update across your phone or something, it's, oh, someone's going into the seventh with uh, a no-hitter. Um, and stuff like that. You were you were you were very attentive to that. You wanted to see if they could do it. Um, but now it seems like I get that almost every night, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Someone's going in the seventh with a no hitter, and that's that's just. I mean, it's it's cool, and I'll always look at it, and I always want to see the celebration. I always want to see it. Um, but it just seems like they have lost their magic just a little bit. Yeah, I, I think they have too a little bit. I think it's just like. With these guys, they just don't have, like, a popular name, like James... I mean, like, if it was Kershaw, yeah. I feel like it would be more, like, now that it's more common. Like, any, any you know, scrub could do it, I think, on any given night, if and you have it. And that's what's, I think, that's why why it's lost its magic a little bit. And if it yeah. was, like... Because, like, if it was, like, Kurt, like, if it happened once every, like, couple times a year, it was just, like, Kershaw or Kluber or something, mm-hmm. I think it would be more... And not to slight James Paxton, because he's a good pitcher, um... He's had a pretty good year so far. He's an all-star right now, if the, season, if the all-star break were to come, but... 
that I think it's they have lost their magic. Like you said, you know, no one if you get it, it's all over Sports Center, I guess, but it's not. A couple of years ago, it seemed like it was a huge deal if somebody yeah, threw a no hitter. One on the top ten. Yeah, and it's like it's cool, and they're like the three different countries. That's cool. Uh, the Dodgers did it down in Mexico, and who's the other guy who threw it? Manea threw one in America, and then Paxton in Canada. That's really cool. First time that's ever happened. But it's still cool though when you go to the ballpark, you're rooting for it. Uh, most baseball fans are. Um, I really would love to see one live. And I think now you're looking at perfect games are probably way cooler than no-hitters now. Oh, yeah. I, I would, agree with that. I mean, I'd turn on the TV if I saw a perfect game going into the set. No, one I want to see once is like a pitcher do it back-to-back. Like, one start, they get a no-hitter, and then five days later when they're starting again, do it again. Yeah. That would be nearly impossible, but I think that would That'd be That would be really tough cool. to go the whole game, too. Yeah, that's true. Row, that's true, too. Play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they have lost their magic. Um, it's just, you know, when a lot of guys do it, I know like there's just so many smaller names that do it every single year. And uh, it's they're cool, though, still. Moving down to our next question is, what is the funnest position to play in all of no, sports? No, it's funniest. Yeah, it's a typo. Trump's being a smartass. But what is the funnest position to play in all sports? We'll go every more, single more sport. F- is funnest a word? Most fun position to play in all sports. Let Johnny start it off. We're going to go all three. You can go any sport. Well, I guess for me it would be pitcher in baseball. I think it's just I've been I've pitched like my whole life, and I think that's most fun. You're like in control of the game. Yeah, everything goes through you. It's just, I don't know, I, I like it a lot. I'd go quarterback. Um, I feel like if you, if you're like a Brett Favre type person, um, and you know the offense, you've been somewhere for a good five to six years, you don't really have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about someone looking over your shoulder. You're a freaking legend. And you can just go out there and have fun and know the game. Like Brett Favre, you, it's the it's the best. If you, if you look at Brett Favre sound bites, he looked like he was having so much fun, and the fact that he got paid to do that and millions of dollars um, is like the dream. Um, and you don't really have to worry about getting killed, you know. You know, you have to worry about getting quarterbacks. Killed. They get sacked, yeah, but it's not like they get smoked. I mean, look. At I that. mean, <laughs> Joe Theismann would say different. I mean, I, mean, I that's hate, that's I hate saying it, but Ben Roethlisberger against the Jaguars, five interceptions. That that would not be a fun. Game. Yeah, yeah, you have an I like it. It's fun. So it's yeah, fun. They do get smoked though? Like they don't. It's fun. Yeah, I'm talking about hitting. Though. It's fun when oh. you're hit wise. They don't get. I mean, I mean, some. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes they do. But like, I don't want to get hit by Jadavian Clowney. Or JJ Watt. Yeah, but some, but TJ that's Watt. off the edge. No, you know, you have guys protecting you. I just I feel know. like if you know the offense and you get that down, which is hard because there's but so I much to learn. But I think for a quarterback. A quarterback, for it to be fun, you have to have like the perfect system. You can't have any competition behind you. You have to be really good. You have to have talent around hey, you. Brett Favre was really good. Yeah, like Wisconsin two years ago. Alex yeah. Winterbrook, that yeah, it doesn't look terrible. it doesn't look much fun to me when you're like let's say I mean they look good over there. They when you games, say, don't they? Uh, Russell Wilson, who has no offensive line and just gets killed. But Russell Wilson, he's running around back there. That looks fun. Because he has to. You're running for your life. I don't know. I think it's... I I would love to be Brett Favre. Yeah, but I think it would be really fun. Yeah, it would be fun, but it's just like... Sport, like, I think Brett Favre looked like he had fun. I think it would be really fun, but I think it would be... You know, if you're not good, it's. I mean, look at Brett Favre. Especially if you come into the league and you're like a first round draft pick. You think Sean Kaiser had fun last year? He's still throwing. He's still making millions of dollars throwing touchdowns. I mean, you look at some guys. You know, they're. Like, I mean, Sean Kaiser is a very talented quarterback. I, I think he's. I think he's going to be very good one day. Um, but <laughs> all right, for me, I'm going 
I'm sticking with football. I'm going to go wide receiver. I think oh wide receiver. My. You got to worry about getting smoked if you're a wide receiver. Yeah, but it's it's like a it's a like a chess game. Okay, you know? Every it's single talent move. on talent. You've yeah. Got to, okay. It's one on one basically. Okay, if you get talent, yeah, that'd be fun. But well, yeah, it's, going, we're all talking about talent. You know, if you're suck, you know, it's not fun. But yeah, exactly. If you're Brett Favre, you're Brett Favre. But like, I think it's fun to like you know you're going one on one versus a guy, and you have to beat him with like your feet and your skills, and then you have to catch it, making cool catches like that. It's cool. That's why a lot of them turn out to be divas, but like Antonio Brown. But uh, <laughs> but that's that's why I really like to be a wide receiver. Now we're gonna go. What's the hardest position to play in all sports? When I was doing this, I thought quarterback was up there, but I'm gonna do with Johnny pitcher. Oh, we had this debate. Remember? Pitcher, pitcher it seems really hard. You have to have. You have to be on it every single pitch. You saw it like okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, but you you also have re- relievers. Like, yeah, you but can, like have you can have a bad day in the first like what the Brewers who started two days ago. Uh, Wade Miley. Yeah, Wade he had a Miley. bad day and then yeah, yeah, he, he got, got replaced. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. hurt. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but if you get hurt if you're a starting pitcher in like the first inning, your team's screwed. Well, I mean not a couple nights. I mean that's very very rare. I mean it's not rare, but it's. It doesn't I'm just saying like you can get. But you saw like Dylan Bundy the other day. Yeah, like if I have a shitty game, if I'm having an off day. Four innings, you know, a bunch of runs. My relievers come in, and then I get sit for five days Have and chill like, out. Sit for five days, beer. and you're not just chilling for five days. Yeah, though. you are. You you're just chilling. You're warming up, and you're in the bar. But you saw, bit. um, what was I gonna say? Throwing the ball. Uh, Look at the fans. Like you saw, like some Kluber, Kluber. When you're on, you're on, and it's so Sunglasses. fun. Well, it's true. really fun. I mean, you can have your off days, obviously, but yeah. But like going up there, like Corey Kluber, when he's not, when you're like not on it. And everybody expects you to be and on you it. You can't know? Really explain it. I mean, off. that's the same thing for quarterback, though. I mean, no, I, expect no, no. I expect Aaron Rodgers to throw Cor- five touchdowns every game. Yeah. But there's sometimes where he doesn't. There's very sometimes, rare. yeah, it's very rare. And uh, you get a week between, when you get five days in between starts, and you have to have it. Like, you yeah, can't. Yeah, no, but, like, you got, the same with football, but, like, you get and five you're off You're days. on your own, though, too. Like, like quarterbacks get, like, at least they get, like, if you have a good running back, you get a little bit of relief. You got good defense for baseball. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not. A you got a good catcher. Yeah, I but, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're, I, I you're alone out there. You got to learn a playbook that. And you're you You've heard the sound bites. Those plays are long. Those plays are hard. Um, but then you, you got to learn that you, whole thing. If you're you starter, gotta learn, you gotta you're a starter, you got to go out there and you got to throw 100 pitches at least and your arm's tired. It's dead and you got to yeah, keep going. In a, in a, a freaking shootout, Aaron, now you're throwing ball 55 times. Yeah, but heavier, not, 100, not, farther, not 100 miles per hour at a time. Farther, I don't know. Far yeah, in football, like every year, what do you need every year to be a contender? For most of the time. Quarterback. Like quarterback. Like every, yeah. I mean, I, you I need, guess the Eagles You need good like, starting pitching. I think mean, Nick Foles played. I mean, that, I guess that was kind of nice. I mean, he time. played out of his world, though. That's Doug Yeah, Peterson he did, but he's coaching. not consistently. I mean, you want to talk about 100 miles an hour. Far could throw. He didn't know way he throws at 100 miles an hour. He was breaking fingers. They could not throw a baseball 100 miles an hour. He was breaking fingers, though. It's a football, though. It's a different throwing. I think Johnny knows it's way different. It's really hard, especially like playoff game. Like you gotta be on it. So so does and like the littlest thing. If you screw up really small, like your elbow moves a different way, it's hitting your homer. And you're staying out there. Same with football. If you throw, if you got a tight tight ass window, you gotta make it in that window, or it's in an interception going for six the other way. Yeah, but then you know you don't have a hundred mile, hundred twenty mile baseball coming at your face sometimes too. Okay, but you talked about it earlier. You got. 300-pound defensive lineman trying to smoke your ass. Yeah, and that's scary, too. That's why I think they're neck and neck. I think pitcher, though, because you're kind of more on your own than a quarterback. When uh, Trevor Bauer had that 
uh, whatever. What what do you have that injury with his finger? Like what cut he cut finger. himself with? Yeah. The, yeah. Draw. Did he? Did they win that game? Yeah. No, just, well, I mean, that's different. Oh, and and look at that. He had cut on. Now I'm not calling Trevor Bauer a weak man or whatever. He cut up on cut on his thumb and he's out. And I know that a lot of pitchers are out because yeah, it looks like blisters. Brett like, Brett Favre playing with a well, freaking. Little, but that's, that's why it's hard though because if you have a blister. He's playing with a that's why it's hard though. It's a little different though with baseball. Thumbs. That's why it's hard. That's why it's hard. Favre would go out there. You can't play through injuries Favre in baseball if you're there. pitching. Favre would go. You can't really play through. I mean, you can play if you have like like Aaron Rodgers with his collarbone. He could still play. He could still throw it. If you have you have an injury like you saw Wade Miley, the, you think Aaron Rodgers could play with a broken collarbone? Well, it wasn't broken, but it was. Yeah, it was he, very, he didn't play good. You saw like Wade Miley had the oblique and he was in pain. He can't even throw the ball, and he was he was really bad in that first inning because he's okay. something small. I think you look at if Aaron Rodgers had no oblique. You saw David Price got pulled from his start the other night because he had uh was like. Oh, I think you're just kind of proving my point. No, like you have to. Everything has to be perfect for you to be good. Okay, but then if you go out, you expect someone from the bullpen to come in and to get in. But what, if Rogers, a, what if you have a bad Aaron bullpen? Rogers, Aaron, what if you have a bad bullpen? That's their fault. Then that it's not it doesn't fall on you. But yeah, it does you need to go farther because you can't play because the team because they shit they have a shitty bullpen. No, it's gonna be the bullpen's fault. Okay, well, you still want to win, though. If, if you still want to win. Football, if you have an injury, you're going to want to tough it out because, really, you don't. no one wants to see the back of quarterback come in. Well, yeah, no one wants to see a shitty bullpen player come in. Okay, that's just that's your bullpen's fault. Why is it shitty? Well, okay, you can't say, oh, well, it's just bullpen's fault. I don't care if we lose. It's just the bullpen's fault. You still want to win. Yeah, you want to win, but it's competitive. you have to have a good bullpen to win, usually. Well, not usually. I mean, what do you think? Any given nine night, innings every any time? given night, any team can win in baseball. You can go nine innings every time. No, but I think you give seven, eight innings. No, another another uh, uh, position position that is tough is like hockey goalie. Yeah, that's, something like that. You need to look. At, I yeah. think quarterback, but like hockey goalie, the pressure um, they have, and especially in like an overtime playoffs, like that's probably the most pressure situation a, a one yeah, player could have. Yeah, that'd be really hard. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I still think quarterback though. I no, I agree, yeah. quarterback. But if you're talking about one situation, but you saw overtime like, hockey. Stanley I was thinking Cup. of David Carr, not Derek Carr. David Carr, the guy picked overall by the Texans. The Texans. Um, he was he was really good. He had a lot of talent, but he got sacked so much, and his career is over. And like everyone says, oh, he's a bust. But was he really a bust if he got killed every single game? You never really got to show what he had. I don't really know what that has to do with. Yeah, what's that? To because without <laughs> without an offensive line, it, so it makes the position harder. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and that's why you said it's easy. It's like fun. It's not fun if you're getting uh, killed. I think it's fun. I, but I don't know. know. I'm just saying if it's fun, if I'm Brett Favre, that's all I guess. Okay, well yeah, if I'm Brett Favre, I'm if I'm Brett Favre personally, I'm picking quarterback because I'm yeah, Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre can play any position. I mean, sport. any sport. If you're like if you're LeBron James, it's gonna be pretty fun to play back. Like yeah, if really you're top. Yeah, of I mean, line. Bre- I mean, yes, Brett Favre is the best. I'm sure athlete of all time. Sure, Kluber has a lot of fun too. You know, like yeah, and Brett Favre is the best athlete of all time. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a general position, not just Brett Favre. <laughs> no, well, Brett Favre. I mean, if you're the best athlete of all time, like Brett Favre is. You're oh really? All right. Well, we're gonna move on now. That was that was those were some good questions. Keep those in. Keep those coming in. Uh. Moving now to Johnny's interview. Uh, we want to ask you, didn't talk to you after the draft. How do you think the Steelers did in the draft? Uh, I think they did okay. Uh, I I mean, everyone was making fun of me for that first pick. I actually like it. He's pretty versatile, Terrell Edmonds. And he, I think he, uh, 
in certain uh, like sub packages, you can play linebacker, kind of help with that chasier thing. And he chasier uh, thing. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the injury, whatever. Yeah. But I think, and I also like to pick with Mason Rudolph. I think that's a steal. And speaking about Mason Rudolph, Big Ben, there's been a lot of problems the last couple of weeks. Last yeah. stuff have come out. Are you concerned about that? I'm not concerned with it. I just don't get why he says those kind of things. Cause mm-hmm. He's like he's had a past like a history of doing it. He always like he always just has to be like smart ass. Like every time he has a bad game. Yeah, he always like... just kind of has to throw in a comment. I don't know why he does it, but he also he's kind of like really I don't know like if you like pick up on he's like really sarcastic. Mm-hmm. So you never really know when he's serious. But I mean he can't really be mad when he like one one game will be like all right I don't, I don't know if I have it anymore. And then the next week he'll be like, okay, I'm playing five more years. And that's like, thing, it's not like Mason Rudolph is like top five quarterback in this draft. Like, yeah, he's third rounder. Yeah, it's not like he's, he's not taking a spot right now. He's gonna sit. If like, it was like they drafted, they traded up. Straight up got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, something was, crazy like yeah. that. I mean, well, I'm still not even like, I don't know. It's good competition. I, think, I don't know. I just think well, I, I talked about earlier this week like. A lot of the compares to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, like when oh, Aaron that's Rodgers different. Yeah, it's that's way different. different. Well, it's because Favre said Don brought it up when we were texting about it. Favre said he's like he's like, and not in my contract does it say to mentor the next guy who's supposed to take my job. And he's like he's like, it's not my job. My job is to start start and play good football for the Green Bay Packers. But he said, if you looked at that interview that he said that in, he's like he's like, if Aaron Rodgers came up to me with a question. I'm not just gonna sit there and not tell him. Well, like big, give him an answer. big Ben's like, oh, look it up in the playbook. Yeah, well, that, that was that's, that's, that was that's like the sar- part that, that was like sarcastic though. I don't think that was. I don't think that's 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 that was serious though. That, that scares more, me though. That, that was, was more like sarcastic. Because like Far, Far, Far literally said he's like he's like if he comes up to me and asks me a question, I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna give him a thorough answer. I'm gonna give him what I think. But I'm not gonna go up to him and explain to him what he's gonna do wrong or what he's doing wrong because he's my yeah, competition. Look it up in the but playbook. If Big Ben really says like, hey, yeah, it's in your playbook. I don't think he's serious nine. by that, and it's also so early. Like we'll, I mean, we'll see as it goes, but I yeah. don't think he'll actually. Because it, it, it is hard as a human being. It's hard as a human being to say to literally tell someone, yeah, just go look it up in the book. Yeah. Um. So I, I honestly think I think Big Ben is kind of just pissed off. Uh, I, I don't think he's actually gonna, you know, be mad about it. Um, I think towards training camp he's gonna be fine, but I, I don't get why he's mad at all. Like, I, it's like, eventually you have to get, eventually you have to get the future quarterback, and I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get, get why he get mad. I don't get what he expects though. If you're every game you throw I mean, you five picks, you complain about you're gonna contemplate I mean, retirement. You once. And that well, he's. Well, I mean, like one one day he's saying, like you guys said, one day he's saying, oh, I don't know if I have it anymore. I'm gonna give it. And one then he gets shocked when the when the team takes another quarterback. Yeah, like some they don't they don't have. <laughs> and to then now he's him. throwing out three to five years. I don't even know what to. I like I think probably like two to three years, but uh, yeah, we'll they're giving up on uh, Josh Dobbs, I guess now, right? Well, no, it's, it's a competition now. <laughs> and they see. still have uh, Landry too. They yeah, got Landry. It's, it's a, so it's one a, of those it's guys a, are getting cut. Right now. Someone's getting cut there. Josh uh, Dobbs said yesterday he's a competitor, though. He said he's going to bring the best out of him, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't think guys without eyebrows are competitors. But. Yeah, he's a rocket scientist. So. <laughs> um, now moving he on to the Penguins. Rocket, so. What were your thoughts on that Penguins loss? Uh, I mean, like looking back at it, I, I think the Cavs deserved it. Like They were the better oh, team. Oh, yeah. yeah. They definitely were the better team. Are the Penguins done? No. No? No. I don't know. I mean, they got, he got Sidney Crosby. Two straight Stanley Cups, lost in the playoffs. I mean, and it just came out to you. Phil Kessel's had some injuries. Evan no, everybody's exposed. got injuries, though. So, I mean, that explains a lot of that. They, I don't know. I, th- I don't think they're done. 
I think they'll be all right. I mean, I don't, it's going to be tough to win again. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. hard. I think they'll be in the playoffs and all that next year. I don't think. I mean, it was going to be hard for them to go three straight. I mean, I would have probably want to leave this earth if they won three straight dealing with you. Um, but like that's just tough. I I was very happy when they lost. But I don't I don't think they're done. But I think teams kind of got their number now. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they did kind of find a Murray's glove side. He kind of struggled with that throughout the series. He kind of found that. But I mean, that's just like a little thing. Last that. question. Where are some updates? Give us some updates on the Pirates. How Pirates are doing? tied in second place now. You know the Brewers can't beat the Indians. Rebuilding there, year. I thought it was a rebuilding, rebuilding year. Rebuilding year where they're tied with the Brewers. <laughs> No, I'm not really convinced with them yet, cause they, I mean, they like went and played the Nationals, and they just got, they just got slaughtered by Bryce Harper. Like they were just getting, it was not like the games were even close. I think they half the games were like it was like 92, 60. What happened on a Sunday? Su- Sunday. The Brewers. It was the last game. Brewers. Sunday. Pirates. What, I think. What did happen that day? Oh, the Pirates beat us. Really? But like, I who honestly won, who think won? this rivalry is kind of funny because. This is the year where the Brewers are supposed to compete and you guys are supposed to be rebuilding and you guys beat us. But like every year that you can admit to this, we talk about this all the time. When you guys were competing and we were rebuilding, we beat you guys. Yeah. So it's like true. we just no, screwed was, each yeah, other. Yeah, a couple years ago they just yeah they just kind of screwed. I remember that. I remember. So I'm I mean it's funny. Uh, I I they're not, weird. They're weird when they play each other. I'm not convinced with the Pirates this year. No, I'm not convinced yet. Obviously, I mean you got some good young. When they pitching. play these good teams though, they just get like it's yeah, like it's bad. You guys got good young pitching though. Which is, you know, what you're going to need. Yeah, so we'll see. And I don't know what you're going to do with They've had it. a lot of good young pitching in the last, like, I don't know what you're going to do with so. uh, Harrison, either. Yeah, because, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's he, it. I, what did he say, like, a couple months ago, like, before the scene started, he said he wanted to get traded. Yeah, now, and now he has, he's, yeah. He'll probably get moved at the deadline. But, so we'll uh, see with him. yeah, that's it for our show today. We want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Uh, we ask that you please go on to iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe so you do not miss another episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNT Sports Talk 12. DM us questions. Always looking for questions to answer on the show, uh, sports related or whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to be answered. Uh, you can listen to us on 12 Ounce tomorrow from 12 to 1. You can listen to us also on thegruelingtruth.com. Thank you to Johnny for coming in today. No problem. It's a pleasure to be here. We'll see what happens with the Pirates uh, over the go, weekend. Go Bucks. Uh, have a great day. Tune in on Tuesday. We're going to have a guest. Not exactly sure who the guest is next week, uh, but we will have somebody great. So thank you. Tune in on Tuesday. Have a great day. Thank you. Go Packers.